Today is the 15th day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It's great to be here with you today. I guess this is the the dead center day of the month of November. So here we are in the middle again and continuing to take our steps forward. So we are reading from the New International Version this week. And our next step forward leads us back into the book of Ezekiel in the Old Testament. Today, Ezekiel chapters 31 and 32. In the eleventh year, in the third month, on the first day, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, say to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to his hordes, Who can be compared with you in majesty? Consider Assyria, once a cedar in Lebanon, with beautiful branches overshadowing the forest. It towered on high, its top above the thick foliage. The waters nourished it. Deep springs made it grow tall. Their streams flowed all around its base and sent their channels to all the trees of the field. So it towered higher than all the trees of the field. Its boughs increased and its branches grew long, spreading because of abundant waters. All the birds of the sky nested in its boughs. All the animals of the wild gave birth under its branches. All the great nations lived in its shade. It was majestic in beauty, with its spreading boughs, for its roots went down to abundant waters. The cedars in the garden of God could not rival it, nor could the junipers equal its boughs, nor could the plane trees compare with its branches. No tree in the garden of God could match its beauty. I made it beautiful, with abundant branches the envy of all the trees of Eden in the garden of God. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because the great cedar towered over the thick foliage and because it was proud of its height, I gave it into the hands of the ruler of the nations for him to deal with according to its wickedness. I cast it aside and the most ruthless of foreign nations cut it down and left it. Its boughs fell on the mountains and in all the valleys. Its branches lay broken in all the ravines of the land. All the nations of the earth came out from under its shade and left it. All the birds settled on the fallen tree, and all the wild animals lived among its branches. Therefore, no other trees by the water are ever to tower proudly on high lifting their tops above the thick foliage. No other trees so well watered are ever to reach such a height. They are all destined for death, for the earth below, among mortals who go down to the realm of the dead. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. On the day it was brought down to the realm of the dead, I covered the deep springs with a mourning for it, I held back its streams and its abundant waters were restrained. 
Because of it, I clothed Lebanon with gloom, and all the trees of the field withered away. I made the nations tremble at the sound of its fall when I brought it down to the realm of the dead to be with those who go down to the pit. Then all the trees of Eden, the choicest and best of Lebanon, the well-watered trees were consoled in the earth below. They, too, like the great cedar, had gone down to the realm of the dead, to those killed by the sword, along with the armed men who lived in its shade among the nations. Which of the trees of Eden can be compared with you in splendor and majesty? Yet you, too, will be brought down with the trees of Eden to the earth below. You will lie among the uncircumcised with those killed by the sword. This is Pharaoh and all his hordes, declares the Sovereign Lord. In the twelfth year, in the twelfth month, on the first day, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, take up a lament concerning Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and say to him, You are like a lion among the nations. You are like a monster in the seas, thrashing about in your streams, churning the water with your feet and muddying the streams. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. With a great throng of people, I will cast my net over you, and they will haul you up in my net. I will throw you on the land and hurl you on the open field. I will let all the birds of the sky settle on you, and all the animals of the wild gorge themselves on you. I will spread your flesh on the mountains and fill the valleys with your remains. I will drench the land with your flowing blood all the way to the mountains, and the ravines will be filled with your flesh. When I snuff you out, I will cover the heavens and darken their stars. I will cover the sun with a cloud, and the moon will not give its lights. All the shining lights in the heavens I will darken over you. I will bring darkness over your land, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will trouble the hearts of many peoples when I bring about your destruction among the nations, among lands you have not known. I will cause many peoples to be appalled at you, and their kings will shudder with horror because of you when I brandish my sword before them. On the day of your downfall, each of them will tremble every moment for his life, for this is what the Sovereign Lord says. The sword of the king of Babylon will come against you. I will cause your hordes to fall by the swords of mighty men, the most ruthless of all nations. They will shatter the pride of Egypt and all her hordes will be overthrown. I will destroy all her cattle from beside abundant waters, no longer to be stirred by the foot of man or muddied by the hooves of cattle. Then I will let her waters settle and make her streams flow like oil, declares the Sovereign Lord. When I make Egypt desolate and strip the land of everything in it, when I strike down all who live there, then they will know that I am the Lord. This is the lament they will chant for her. 
The daughters of the nations will chant it. For Egypt and all her hordes, they will chant it, declares the Sovereign Lord. In the twelfth year, on the fifteenth day of the month, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, wail for the hordes of Egypt and consign to the earth below both her and the daughters of mighty nations, along with those who go down to the pit. Say to them, Are you more favored than others? Go down and be laid among the uncircumcised. They will fall among those killed by the sword. The sword is drawn. Let her be dragged off with all her hordes. From within the realm of the dead, the mighty leaders will say of Egypt and her allies, They have come down, and they lie with the uncircumcised, with those killed by the sword. Assyria is there with her whole army. She is surrounded by the graves of all her slain, all who have fallen by the sword. Their graves are in the depths of the pit, and her army lies around her grave. All who had spread terror in the land of the living are slain, fallen by the sword. Elam is there, with her hordes around her grave. All of them are slain, fallen by the sword. All who had spread terror in the land of the living went down uncircumcised to the earth below. They bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. A bed is made for her among the slain, with all her hordes around her grave. All of them are uncircumcised, killed by the sword. Because their terror had spread in the land of the living, they bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. They are laid among the slain. Meshach and Tubal are there, with all their hordes around their graves. All of them are uncircumcised, killed by the sword because they spread their terror in the land of the living. But they do not lie with the fallen warriors of old who went down to the realms of the dead with their weapons of war, their swords placed under their heads and their shields resting on their bones. Though these warriors also had terrorized the land of the living. You too, Pharaoh, will be broken and will lie among the uncircumcised with those killed by the sword. Edom is there. Her kings and all her princes, despite their power, they are laid with those killed by the sword. They lie with the uncircumcised, with those who go down to the pit. All the princes of the north and all the Sidonians are there. They went down with the slain in disgrace despite the terror caused by their power. They lie uncircumcised with those killed by the sword and bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. Pharaoh, he and all his army will see them and he will be consoled for all his hordes that were killed by the sword, declares the Sovereign Lord. Although I had him spread terror in the land of the living, Pharaoh and all his hordes will be laid among the uncircumcised with those killed by the sword declares the Sovereign Lord. Hebrews 12, 
14 through 29. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. See that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance rights as the oldest son. Afterward, as you know, when he wanted to inherit this blessing, he was rejected. Even though he sought the blessing with tears, he could not change what he had done. You have not come to a mountain that can be touched and that is burning with fire, to darkness, gloom, and storm, to a trumpet blast, or to such a voice speaking words that those who heard it begged that no further word be spoken to them because they could not bear what was commanded. Even if an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. The sight was so terrifying that Moses said, I am trembling with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven. At that time, his voice shook the earth. But now he has promised, Once more I will shake not only the earth but also the heavens. The words, Once more, indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. Psalm 113 and 114 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, you his servants. Praise the name of the Lord. Let the name of the Lord be praised, both now and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to the place where it sets, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is exalted over all the nations, his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, the one who sits enthroned on high, who stoops down to look on the heavens and the earth? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He seats them with princes 
with the princes of his people. He settles the childless woman in her home as a happy mother of children. Praise the Lord. When Israel came out of Egypt, Jacob from a people of foreign tongue, Judah became God's sanctuary, Israel his dominion. The sea looked and fled. The Jordan turned back. The mountains leaped like rams. The hills like lambs. Why was it, see, that you fled? Why, Jordan, did you turn back? Why, mountains, did you leap like rams? You hills like lambs. Tremble, earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, who turned the rock into a pool, the hard rock into springs of water. Proverbs 27, 18 through 20. The one who guards a fig tree will lead its fruit, and whoever protects their master will be honored. As water reflects the faith, so one's life reflects the heart. Death and destruction are never satisfied, and neither are human eyes. Okay, so in the book of Hebrews today, the writer is telling the Hebrews, and we remember Hebrews is written to Hebrews, and so the writer of Hebrews is telling the Hebrews who believe in Jesus uh, but who are being tempted by culture and oppression and persecution to sort of shrink back into traditional Judaism, that they're not going back to Mount Sinai. They're not going back to a mountain that can be touched with burning fire and darkness and gloom, to the trumpet blast, all of the things that we saw when we left Egypt with the children of Israel and camped out at the mountain of God. That terrified the people. The writer of Hebrews is saying, you're not going back to that. Rather, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to the multitude of the angels. You have come to Jesus. You have come to God, the judge of all. You have come into a new covenant. And so there is a warning here about sort of shrinking back and disappearing into the wall work, as it were. And that is basically, look, if our ancestors were terrified at the voice of God at Mount Sinai so that the whole earth shook and trembled and we said, we can't hear the voice of God and we needed Moses to speak on behalf of God, then what do you suppose? Because now... The veil is torn, and we can go into the Holy of Holies. We can go right into the presence of the Almighty God who shook Mount Sinai. So if you're trying to go back to that tradition, now knowing that there is no separation anymore, like, how is that going to work out? And so I quote from Hebrews, See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. 
if they, speaking of the ancestors around Mount Sinai, if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? At that time his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, Once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. And that part right there, once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens, is from the prophecy of Haggai. So, once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words, once more, indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. So basically, we have Hebrew believers who believe in Jesus and were in the first century. They had become aware of this new covenant through Jesus. They had become aware that the sacrificial system of atonement was complete and they were a part of the people who were to let the entire world know this good news. But even among the other Hebrew people, most people did not get on board with this. If they had done away with Jesus, then the Jesus message was still being opposed and so people who thought that there was an imminent arrival of Jesus and the kingdom of God was about to be set up and then that didn't happen, but what happened instead was marginalization and oppression and persecution, that made them sort of shrink back into the wall work because the more that they believed in Jesus and the more that they shared their belief in Jesus, the more they were finding aggression against them and opposition against them. The more that they shared the good news, the more shaken their lives became, the more things got shaken up all around them. So in quoting Haggai, the writer of Hebrews is telling the Hebrew believers in Jesus, yeah, not only was Jesus foretold, this shaking was foretold. Nobody likes their lives to get shaken up. Nobody wants to get shaken upside down. We typically prefer our lives to be orderly and in our control fully, not shaken. And so the believers in the first century whose lives were being shaken and they were trying to figure out what to do and they were disappearing back into Judaism, etc., etc., the writer of Hebrews is saying, this is all part of it. This was foretold long before this. We find this in our books of prophecy. What can shake is going to shake. And so rather than looking at this as a bad thing or looking at this as like we've been fed a line here and this isn't true and all that's happening is my life is getting ruined. I'm going back to where I was before. The writer of Hebrews is saying, no, this is how it's supposed to be. Everything that can shake 
is going to shake. And that might sound ominous and you may not want to go through the shaking. But when you come outside the other side of the shaking, all that will be left in you is that which is unshakable. And so the writer of Hebrews is encouraging the Hebrew believers. And since we're reading this in the scriptures, encouraging us to be aware that life has its shakings and to embrace the shaking, knowing that it isn't for nothing. God is establishing what cannot be shaken. And part of that is inside of us. And where we can take this to heart is in simply reflecting back, maybe back to the beginning of the year, maybe, I don't know, back to the beginning of the summer, back to any point that we want to, and look at the ways that our lives have been shaken since that season began. And what has that shaking done to us? Nobody likes that. Nobody likes it, so it's, it's probably made us very, very uncomfortable we might find ourselves rebuking all kinds of things to get the shaking to stop, not understanding that the shaking may have purpose in our lives. Maybe we've been using all of our energy to stay in control because we don't like the shaking, when actually God has been trying to shake loose our need for control. And so we're working against the whole process. And what we need to understand is that in the end, all that can be shaken will shake, so that all that is left is that which is going to endure, that which cannot be shaken. It's funny, we pray these kinds of prayers. Make me a solid foundation, make me a rock, make me immovable, set my face like a flint. We're saying like, make me stable, make me a pillar. And asking that, essentially what we're saying is strengthen me and shake all that can be shaken loose so that all that remains is unshakable. So let's give it some thought today. How are we shaking? What is being shaken? How are we responding to that? Are we responding in trust? Knowing that as difficult as some of these seasons can be, they are not purposeless. They are unto something. And that thing that they are unto is that we will not be shaken. Just even having a little bit of perspective along those lines can be a tremendous help as we move through the shaky seasons of our lives. And so, Father, we invite you into that. We're not assuming that everything that ever happens to us that we find to be negative is you shaking something loose in our lives, but we normally don't even have this as a category. Anytime we find ourselves uncomfortable, we want to rebuke that thing. We want to get back to comfortable. And you do too. But sometimes getting back to comfortable is getting back to the foundation of what cannot be shaken because there are things that need to be shaken loose. And that may at times be a little uncomfortable if we don't have any perspective at all. So Holy Spirit, give us perspective. Show us the things that you are prying loose and shaking off of us. Things that are weights 
that are holding us down, exactly like we were talking about yesterday. Things that we're carrying around that are dead weight. Brambles that are around us that are keeping us from moving. We need those things to be shaken loose so that we are unshakable. And so give us perspective as we move through these seasons. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That is home base. That is where you can find out what is going on around here. And so certainly check it out. You can also check all this out using the app, which you can get from the app store that works with your phone or tablet. And so check that out as well. Check out the Daily Audio Bible shop. There are resources that are in the shop that have been created over time for the community here. For those of us around the global campfire taking the next step forward every day. Ways to to go deeper, ways to go wider. Things to enjoy as we take the journey through the year together. They can be found in the Daily Audio Bible shop. And so check that out either on the web or in the app. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, that can be done uh, on the web or in the app as well. On the web, there's a link on the homepage. In the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And thank you humbly and profoundly for your partnership. There wouldn't be a global campfire if we weren't here together. So thank you deeply for your partnership. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you and I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Shalom, Daily Audio Bible. This is Dwayne from Wisconsin. All praise and glory to our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Calling in for Vincent, who called in and is struggling uh, with a question that many have asked. What is the meaning? Why would God put love into your life and then take it away? Well, how about why would God put love into your life in the first place? People always want answers for that. We always look for the answers. We want to know what God knows. Go back to the garden. What did Satan tempt Eve with? Oh, you'll know everything that God knows. And that's what tempts us. We want understanding. And we strive for it. And we struggle with it. And it's hard at times. You know? I raised my kids well. Why is one in jail? Why is another homeless? I haven't seen my daughter in five plus years. Why did my nephew die at such a young age? Yes, it's hard. 
we understand and wonder why. But there's so much of God's glory. That's why he created us and this place to live on. The sunset, this time of year, the fall colors, the look in my wife's eye, knowing that, yes, at some point we will all pass on. But we have to embrace that as Christians. We cannot fear death and not let sin be what, tr what we look at look at the good and the glory that the Lord has given us. And we will pray for you. We pray that you will have the peace you are looking for. In Jesus' name, amen, and God bless. Hey, DAB family, Renee LaSauve here, aka Kathleen in Illinois. I was just listening on the um, 10th or 11th, I think it was the 10th, um, and I heard Barbara's call, who had just lost her husband, and I just wanted to let you know I'm praying for you, Barbara. Um, we all, you know, as, as we get older, we know these things are coming, but it's just it's got to be a, a shock when it does. And um, I just am glad that you found this family, and I'm glad that the DAB can bring comfort to you. And I just uh, lift you up to the Lord. Just want you to know that. Have a good day, everybody. Hi, Daily Audio Bible family. Hey, this is Crystal. Hey, this is like the third time I'm recording this, so really, please go through this time. Um, I just want to say, hey, everybody. Hi, um, my name's Crystal. I'm from Nottingham here in the, um, England. Um, I have been listening to the Daily Audio Bible for about four or five years. Um, I've listened to it all the way through. Um, it literally is how I got through the entire Bible by listening to this amazing podcast. Um, I just want to say, I hear all of your prayers and I do pray for people, especially when something really tugs on my heart. I will be in prayer for my brothers and sisters around the world. Um, I'm actually on here today to just share an app, just how faithful God has been. Um, so I've been on here a couple of times and I've actually submitted prayers, maybe uh, three or four. Um, over the past five years, um, I'd been struggling with an addiction to alcohol um, I also home educate my school. Uh, I home educate my children. I had been incredibly worried at times and was really facing inc like insanely dark days, just like being worried about my children, being worried that, you know, that I'm so stuck in this addiction. January of this year, I went into rehab. And today I have been sober about nine and a half months. I, I can't begin to express how God has been so, so good. Like I just, I just, I, you know, just to be free all of this time is so, so freeing for me. It's been so helpful, like so beautiful for my family. And I'm just so grateful that God um, has delivered me, that he has set me free from this generational curse. Um, I really wanted to go on, but time's gonna go. But I just wanna say, God is faithful. Love you all. Speak again soon. Take care, bye. This, this is for Vincent walking in love. Vincent, this is your brother in Baltimore. I heard your your request, your prayer on the um, on the on the eleventh of of November, and you're asking the question to the Lord: What is the meaning of it all? Solomon had the same question, 
And there, and there are lots of the same God in the Bible who had the same question. You're not alone. I'm not going to pretend that I know the answer, though, because that would be disingenuous. But I pray that the Lord come alongside you through this Holy Spirit to give you comfort and peace in, in your sense of loss. And I pray that he will continue to comfort and strengthen you and that he would meet you at the point of your need. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is John in Florida. I am so wiped out. We just had a second hurricane come through here. Looks like we're in the crossfire here in Central Florida. Just got things cleaned up from Ian, and uh, this Nicole comes through here yesterday and just pretty much all the work I did out the window. I found this program about 10 years ago, and I haven't listened, listened in quite a while, but I listened today. And um, it's ironic is, you know, I was thinking about the book of Job. And in chapter 40, verse 6, it says, The Lord answered him out of the whirlwind and told him to gird up his loins, and he would answer him. And that's all at this point I'm hoping for is God just to answer me because I am so wiped out and exhausted. I'm not even going to go into all the losses I've had in my family, but just here on my property, these two hurricanes, just, it just is one thing after another. So I thought maybe if I'm not hearing from God, maybe some other people out there, I know it doesn't sound logical, but maybe some other people out there, I mean, I mean, John's such an uncommon name, right? But maybe some other people out there praying for me, maybe God will answer me. Pray for me. Hey, family, this is Rosanna from East Tennessee, and I've been listening for about three years now. And Brian, I just want to say, Oh my goodness, thank you. I my my spiritual walk has been my walk with Jesus has been so much deeper since I've been able to get in the word with with the daily audio bible. And so I'm calling today to thank Brian for creating sleep, a contemplative journey. And I want to say I feel like this is that this um music is anointed because not only is it peaceful and you can play it through the night, but it literally impacts the spiritual realm. When the spoken word of God is spoken into a house, I have kids who um, have struggled with night terrors and I'm learning that that's demonic. And when, when you have scripture that is spoken into the spiritual world, which is when we speak out scripture, there is power in the Word of God. I mean, Scripture tells us that that the Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword and it can cut um, between bone and marrow. And it's the only offensive armor weapon that we have. So, Brian, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm letting it play through the night on, on replay for my kids as they sleep. There is power in the name of Jesus and there is power in His spoken Word. So, Brian, thank you. And guys, I pray for you every single day. I don't call in that much, but just wanted to say I love you. And Brian, oh, the Lord has used you. And guys, 
Isaiah Sadovar says, don't dash and dine. So that's really true. If we are receiving from, from, from something, then we need to give back. We really need to give back. We need-